Thank you for joining us here at Celebration Church, where we celebrate God, celebrate people, and celebrate life. We hope you enjoy today's message. This morning, I just want to speak about the fact that we have this amazing gift at Christmas, and his name is Jesus. Can we turn the mic way down up here, because I feel like it's going to blow up the stage. The, back, this, the fallback's going to be gone. Um, I want to show you something, and this is my very first Christmas present that I can remember, and I would have got this at the age of, I'm guessing, five, and you can correct my parents are down here, maybe correct me, and this is something, I was living up in North Narrow, uh, obviously with my parents, um, <coughs> at the age of five, and uh, <laughs> um, my brother, um, who's three years younger than me, we, we, we love the Ninja Turtles, I did anyway. And, um, and we love skateboards. And so I want to show you what I got this year. Me and my brother both got this, this gift. He got a bit of a different color. But I actually got this. This is my very first. <coughs> I know, I've kept it. And um, on the bottom, there was obviously some cool imagery. Um, and every time Charlotte tries to throw this away, I say, no, I need to keep this. <laughs> this is my childhood I'm holding on to. If I stood on that today, I would definitely uh, break that. Um, and we do have some home video, which we don't have today with us, but of my brother and my, me having some fully sick skateboarding times, and then the neighbor, the neighbor coming over and trying to have a go, and my brother saying, get off it, it's my skateboard, or something like this. Um, anyone have this skateboard growing, like a similar style skateboard when they were younger? Yeah, some of the, some of the older guys maybe. <coughs> And this is the one where it has one, one kick at the back, and those, it's so heavy. Like, you're never going to do an ollie on this unless you're extremely good. Um, and we would just, you know, push ourselves around the street uh, with that. But it was the very first gift I ever got, and therefore it created a lot, of, um, a lot of nostalgia for me. And, hey, my goal is to pass it on to my grandkids one day. And I'll say, we don't want that. And I'll say, okay, no worries. But... Um, <laughs> Can anyone remember their first gift? Like, just sit there now. Can we have a microphone? Is there a... Anyone remember? I put up on social media last night asking for people's memory, thanks, Libby, of their best gift, but also their worst gift, or their first gift. So can anyone who was willing to share very quickly what, yeah, yeah, what your, either your first gift was, uh, we have someone over here, or your worst gift was, or your best gift that you can remember was? My mum and dad and brother and I were visiting family in Victoria and I was three that Christmas and my, I remember receiving a doll and my mum had made a bride's outfit with, out of her material from her bride dress. Nice. And I've, and I've still got the doll. Kids play with it when they come over. It's, it sleeps <laughs> between you and Ben at home in the bed right there. obsessed, I mean I still am, with Toy Story when I was younger. Like, literally I would put that VCR on every day. Um, <laughs> and basically um, the greatest gift of all moment, I know we have it photographed, is me opening my first Buzz Lightyear. And wow. it's just this little kid face, just my face smaller, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <okay. laughs> 
and I think I still probably pull that surprise face, but you know, it, but I was just really surprised and happy. Awesome. That's oh, good, good, good. And so, does anyone want to share their worst gift they've ever got? Your worst gift. All right, let's, let's give Pacey a, let's redeem, give him a redeem right now. Hello. Um, I went over to my nan's place and she got me a dog toy. And she thought it was a real toy. <laughs> so, yeah. That's good. Uh, maybe Mark Webster's got his hand up. That's going to be interesting. Anything Mark has to say is interesting with this type of thing. So, I, I swear it's not that exciting. Uh, the worst, the worst present I got was my sister bought me a garbage bin, just a little one. A garbage so, bin? Yeah. Did you use it? And while the <laughs> microphone's here, the worst thing I got was two scented crocheted coat hangers. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else got books and chocolate. Was that from Mark this year? Or? No, it's from my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe one more, Livy. Uh, Dee, ask Dee over here. She's, she's had her hand up. <clears throat> my worst Christmas... My worst Christmas was when my identical twin and I both received little dolls. They were beautiful dolls. Mine was the prettiest, <laughs> it was, and um, my twin and I, we had a little bit of a tiff, and my twin took my doll and said it was hers, and we fought over my doll. My father decided the best thing he could do was to throw the doll in the fire. <laughs> this, this is a true story, and my sister, my, uh, my identical twin, was so excited because she was the only one that had a doll. All right, it's been a good service, guys. We'll see you next next year. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <clears throat> <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad, Dee, you've moved on from that since there. And <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> so let's just, in the, in the few minutes we have, let's just talk about the gift of Jesus for a few minutes. And the gift of Jesus, John 3.16, and if you've been in church... You know, John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. For God so loved that he gave. And that denotes that God gave a gift, a precious gift, because he loved. Let's be honest for a moment. This time of year can be quite stressful for a bunch of reasons. And if you're finding it stressful right now, I want to encourage you. It's a short season. New Year's will be here soon. But the reality is this as well, is that when it comes to giving, it can become stressful because the thought behind the gift can often cause us to want to give that extra good gift. Yeah. You know, this morning, my wife, um, we, we got up at 6 a.m. I cooked, um, we got a family lunch today, so I started cooking. Um, and then we, we put on some Christmas carols. We had our Christmas tree up with our lights on. And Charlie and myself and our puppy dog, um, had Christmas, and our, and our baby um, had Christmas, and, um, 
And Charlotte had, I'll tell you, she probably had 50 or 60 gifts, gift wrapped by me. I mean, it took her hours, it felt like, just to unwrap all these gifts. And uh, she's shaking her head like, no, that's not true. Um, but, but she gave me an amazing gift. This gift is the gift that keeps on giving. It is a great gift. And it is the gift of, and I don't know if you know what this app is, but it's called KO, which is... 24-7 multiple sports channel, including NBA, NFL, NHL, Rugby League, cricket, UFC, boxing, everything on one app. She gave me a 12-month subscription, and I sat there this morning setting it up saying, yes, 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 yes. Um, and, and, and she said to me, she said, I've been, she signed up a few weeks ago. She's like, I keep getting these emails from them saying, we have this, you know, coming up, this uh, sports event coming up, and the Super Bowl is coming up. And, and she kept thinking, I just want to tell Benaya all these things that are coming up. But she couldn't tell me till today. The thing is about what makes that gift awesome is she knows me so well. She knows what I would like. And she went out of her way to find out what I would like. And because she loves me, she went the extra mile to find out the information she needed and to then sign me up to that app and then today to give me that present. The thing is about God is that God's gift of Jesus is so much greater and so much bigger and so much more amazing. He knows our needs. He knows the need for salvation. He knows the need of relationship with him. He knows all these amazing things about us. And, and he sends his son, and his son isn't a cheap present. His son is the greatest gift of all. It's the most precious thing to, the, to, to our heavenly father. And he gives his son to us. And he sends him at Christmas time. And, and you, you, under our tree again, you would have um, this, this, this presence. But the way that I could pick out the presence that were from me was because the wrapping was so atrociously bad, although in good heart. But Charlotte's wrapping was so perfect, and there's a bow at the top, and I'm like, that's mine, that's mine, that's mine. Um, and then <laughs> the thing is about the gift, though, is that the, the wrapping doesn't really matter. What matters is what's inside. And, and, and Jesus, if you like, he was wrapped in, you know, in the manger. He was wrapped in, in surrounded by cow poop and, and bad smell and, and, and bad conditions in a shed, basically, the inn had no room for him, but it wasn't about his wrapping. It was about the essence of the gift. And this morning, I just want to take a moment just to, just to talk about the power of the gift of Jesus, that he is the greatest gift of all. And if you've been a Christian for years, you know this, but let the revelation sink deeper today. He is the greatest gift of all. The thing is about the gift of Jesus is that he is one of those few gifts that can be re-gifted. Have you ever tried to re-gift a gift? Come on, honest now. I see the smirks. Today there's going to be some thoughts of, I can re-gift this next Christmas. I remember once, I remember I, somebody, and, I, and I, I'm sorry if this was you, I can't remember if, who it was, but they, they gave me a candle one year, and a candle to me is the most unimpressive present in the world. Um, and what happened though is that I, I, I took the candle and I rewrapped it, and then I, I gave it to somebody else, but little did I realize the person who gave me that gift was in that group of people and literally said to me, that is the candle I gave you 
and I had nothing to say <laughs> apart from, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> and Charlotte remembers it years ago. It happened when we were dating, apparently. I, I don't know. It's so it's recent times. Anyway, don't you be all judgy. I know that you've done this too. <laughs> so, but Jesus is this gift uh, that God gives us, but he's a gift that he encourages you to re-gift. Take the gift of Christ, pass it on to someone else. What I love about the gift of Christ as well is that it's a gift that keeps on giving. Some gifts, like a box of favorites, it's good for a moment, but then it's gone, and then it's done. The gift of Christ is a gift that stays with you forever, and there is no limits to what God gives you out of that relationship with him. It's a gift for every season. Jesus is a gift for every season. There is that pressure, and I've been told this by my friends and family. You are the hardest person to give gifts to. A few years ago, one of my family, she's sitting on the front row, so <laughs> at Christmas time, she gave me a gift, and it was the Free Willy DVD. <laughs> We're talking three years ago, by the way. I think it was like the, one, the, the worst one, like four or something, where it's like... And I, and I, and I opened it, and I said... <laughs> I think I said... Oh, thank you. And I, was like, I said to Charlotte, do people know me? Like, Charlotte heard that. I mean, um, Jess, Jessica, uh, sorry, my family member heard that. <laughs> <laughs> there, might, there might have been a few tears that day from somebody. Um, is that the Free Willy song? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, pretty much, pretty close. All right, I've got to move on. If you receive a Free Willy 4 DVD from me this Christmas, it's been regifted. I'm just going to be open. <laughs> Jesus Christ is a gift for every season. He's a perfect gift. He's a gift given through love. And, and there's three quick things, again, very quickly, just to, just to celebrate this morning that I want to focus on. But in Luke chapter 2, verse 10, it says, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. And this is the angel speaking to the shepherds um, around Jesus' birth. And, and I love the fact that through Christ that we receive the gift of joy. Through this gift, through this gift of Christ, there will be great news which will cause great joy. We live in a, in a moment with God where we get to receive great joy. Our church should be a church of great joy because Jesus represents great joy. As Christians, when we lose our joy, it's because we've often lost connection with the joy giver. And we have to make sure that we keep our joy because he is joy. He brings joy. Can I hear an amen? He is somebody who causes joy because he is good news. <laughs> He is actually good news. It's, and that's, if you're a Christian here, your job is to bring good news. So stop bringing bad news. Bring some good news. The second thing is found in, um, in, in Luke chapter 2, verse 13. It'll be on the screen for us, but it says this. It says, And suddenly there was um, with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he is pleased. I love that Jesus, the gift of Christ, gives us the gift of peace. 
on earth peace among all those whom he is pleased. John 14, 27, Jesus says, Peace I leave you, and my peace I give you. This Christmas, I encourage you in your hearts, if you are struggling with peace, that there is peace that can be found in Christ. And maybe you used to have peace and you've lost your peace. Come back, because that relationship denotes great peace. Today, spend time in his presence, just receiving the gift of peace. In a, in a, you know, the number one most highlighted verse on the Version app, which is downloaded by, I think, 400 million people around the world now, the Bible app, they released data two weeks ago. The most highlighted scripture and shared scripture was, be anxious for nothing, but in all things, through prayer and petition, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, the peace of God, will guard your heart and mind, Christ Jesus. And I just encourage you that there is a huge need today to be um, vessels of God's peace. And maybe you're here and you're struggling with peace. I encourage you that in the presence of Jesus, you find peace. Through worship and thanksgiving, we find peace. And at Christmas time, I know what it's like. I've seen it. I know what it, you know, family gatherings today for some of us are going to be a bit stressful. Yeah, the silence you know, gives it away. <laughs> uh, um, you know, it, it can be. It's sometimes it's that once a year gathering that you're like, and it's stressful, and it's, you think, don't have arguments, and everyone just get on, and let's just focus on what matters. And, 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 and there can be turmoil in the home at Christmas. But I want to encourage you, if you're a Christian here, or if you're not and you want to become a Christian, that you can have, some, you can have access to this, this, they call him the Prince of Peace. Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace. He brings that peace to us. The last thing is this. I love this. It says in Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, it says, She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save um, his people from their sin. Romans 6.23 says, The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So the, so, so the angel says to Mary, it says, Name him Jesus, because he will save the people from their sin. We must never forget that we serve a saviour. Jesus is a saviour. Sin is a really twisted, dark thing. Sin is the thing that when you make mistakes, when you hurt people, you hurt yourself, and and, and you get guilt, and you feel shame, and you you feel like a failure, that's sin. Sin is things that we do which separate us from God, the things that offend the heart of God. But when you are free of sin, you actually feel free. You feel guilt-free. You feel full of purpose in life. Mostly you have this free relationship access to your heavenly Father, the Bible says, through Jesus, which means you're never alone. That's why it's the good news. And sin, the Bible says, the momentary pleasures of sin don't compare with the eternal um, glory or the eternal pleasures of eternal life. And, and, and we shouldn't be uh, deceived that a moment of feeling good in sin today is going to equal, equal a, a fulfilled life. I recently watched a documentary about Jim Carrey. I don't know if anyone, everyone knows Jim Carrey, yeah? And, and he's somebody, and I'll finish with this story, but he's somebody who he talks about, this is quite a, a spiritual deep thinking now, and I don't know if he's a Christian or not, but um, he's talking about how in his younger years he had huge success with movies, his goal in life was to one day get a check for $10 million from work. 
And then his second goal was to buy his parents a house, a really nice house. And he, one day he got the check. I think it was after one of his first movies, The Mask or something, or one of those movies. He got this check and he went, oh, I hit that goal. He went and brought his parents a really nice house and he hit that goal. And then, and then he got to a place and he's very open about it where he's like, it didn't fulfill me. My goals didn't fulfill me. The check, the money, the success, the accolade didn't fulfill me. And now he's on this journey of going, what matters in life? And we live in a society, and it might not be a $10 million check, but it might be to pay the mortgage off. It might be to get a new car to go on that holiday. And we've got all this pressure to try and be and do. Today, let's be real, it's getting money for gifts, getting money for presents, getting money for the, the seafood, if you're having that or the ham on the table today. And that's all okay, but if it becomes your reason for existence, it becomes very unhealthy. And I love the fact that Jesus represents true life. And today we celebrate, in the last two minutes we have, we celebrate this. We celebrate that Jesus was sent from his heavenly Father and he was put in a manger, surrounded by animal poop and and different things and, and, and packaged very grossly, but the preciousness of what was in that manger represents joy, represents life, represents peace, represents breakthrough, and it represents purpose. And I just think today could be the greatest day of your life if, A, you know that you're not close to Christ the way that you need to be, or you've walked away from Him, or B, you know that you've never given your heart to Christ. You've never received the gift. The thing is about gift receiving is this. If, you, if I come up to you today and say, here's a gift, if your hands are in your pocket, the gift's going to fall on the ground. You actually have to have open hands and say, yep, I will take that gift. Because with with, by saying yes, you're saying thank you. In some ways. I mean, it's good to say thank you on top of that, but you're saying, yeah, I receive. I receive the gift. And never let the condemnation of the enemy, the devil, be like, oh, well, you you can never be good enough for God. God came for the worst of the worst. He came for, he came for the, you know, I can't come to church, the roof will cave in. It won't cave in, it was built for you. It's got special bracing for those who you think it's going to, that's why the local, one of the reasons the local church exists. So why don't you just close your eyes as we finish and, and we do this if you're new here, just to give your, your neighbor privacy and give yourself some privacy even as well, just to focus in. And I just want to give you a chance in this place just to respond in your heart and maybe you need to say, yeah, I want to receive that gift, Benaiah. I want to receive that gift of Jesus. And it is a gift. God won't force it on you. You have to say yes to it. You have to say, yeah, I receive that. And by saying yes, he can give you that peace, give you that relationship, give you that life, give you that joy. And in this place right now, if you know that today and it's Christmas morning, if, if you know either you've given your heart to Christ, you've received that gift, but you've kind of maybe walked away in your heart, or maybe you've never received that gift and said yes to it, and you want to say, yeah, that's me this morning, why don't you just put your hand up where you are as everyone has their eyes closed. Awesome, I see that hand. Awesome, I see that hand. I see that hand as well. Awesome, you can put your hand down once it's up. Anybody else in this place? Anybody else? You want to say, yeah, I want to receive that gift. Awesome, I see that hand. Thank you so much. This is a powerful moment. 
The Bible says when one person responds, it says heaven chucks a party. <laughs> the angels, it says, chuck a party for you because they rejoice over you. Anybody else, you just want to say, this Christmas morning, that's me. I want to receive that gift. Awesome. I see that hand over here. One more moment. Why don't we all just stand to our feet? And just, if you could just keep your eyes closed, we're going to pray a prayer together as we finish. And it's a prayer of dedication. And if you put your hand up this morning, you're, basically what you're saying is, yes, God, that's for me. And we're going to pray a prayer of commitment this morning, but the church is going to join with you and pray with you. So it's not just you by yourself. And we're just going to, um, I just encourage you to pray from the depths of your heart. Pray with all your being. Because I believe that God is here just to, just to give you that gift of Jesus Christ. All right, let's pray this prayer. Pray, Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending the gift of Jesus for my sin. And this morning, I ask you to forgive me of my sin. Give me a new start. I ask that you'll give me peace, that you'll give me joy, and that you'll give me life. And Jesus, I declare that I believe in you, that you are my Lord, and you are my Savior. And Holy Spirit, come into my life and help me every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give God a hand of praise. Maybe you prayed the prayer and you didn't get your hand up. We actually want to encourage you this morning. What you've just done is an amazing decision, but it's the start. And the way that you actually continue, like with any relationship, that if I, if I met you today and we chatted once and that was it, I wouldn't get to know you well. But the more we talk, the more relationship we have. And the more you talk with God, just like I'm talking to you now, you can talk to God about anything. To start with Thanksgiving, thank Him for who He is. Thank Him for it. And by doing that, you get to know Him. The more you know him, the stronger that relationship gets. Yeah? And the other thing I want to encourage you to do is to download, if you have a phone or an iPad, the Version app, Y-O-U-V-E-R-S-I-O-N. It's a free Bible app. It's got Bible plans. It's got new Christian plans. Also, we have tangible Bibles at the back there, which Maddie will, she's waving around up there. If you want a free Bible, it's the New Testament. Last thing is this. Make sure that you get connected into a local church. If you're visiting here, find one from where you're from. If you're from Nara, you're looking for a church, we'd love to have you here. But being in community helps. <laughs> when you're by yourself, it's hard. But when you're with people, it helps you, especially when you're struggling. So make sure that you commit, and commit is the right word, to a local church. Getting fellowship, getting community, and we can help each other grow in God which would be fantastic. And lastly, get baptized. We'll do baptisms next year, water baptisms. That's a public declaration of your faith. The Bible says to be water baptized in Jesus' name. Charlie, come up here. We're going to just pray over you before we finish. Have you had a good morning? 
Oh, awesome. Hey, we believe, and if you're new here, um, what we do every Sunday um, and every service is we actually like to send out our church family and, and just pray blessing over you, pray protection over you, um, and just pray that God would just use you this week in a powerful way. Um, so we encourage you, if you're here with your, your spouse, to hold their hand. If you're here by yourself or a single, put your hand on the shoulder next to you if they're comfortable and you're comfortable with that. Um, and we're going to pray God's blessing over you this morning. In Jesus' name. All right. Yeah. All right, let's pray. Father God, I just thank you that you are good. We thank you that you are amazing. And we just say thank you for Christmas. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus. And this morning, I pray for this amazing group of people. I pray that they would have a safe and restful Christmas and New Year, Father. They will be blessed. That they would just be safe on the roads. Father, I pray today at at family gatherings that you would just be there as well. God, there'll be such a spirit of thankfulness and, and joy. And Lord, we just send out this church family today with your blessing and with your provision in Jesus' powerful name. Everyone said? Amen. Amen. Hey, be blessed, guys. See you Sunday. We hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more about our church, please go to celebrationchurch.com.au.